Hey. How's it going, people? Hey, hey, hey. It's a day after the 4th of July. Hope you had fun. Hope you had some hot dogs, some hamburgers, and hope you blew off some fireworks. It's a 41st episode of the Max and Tony Show, and yes, day after 4th of July. Did you light off any fireworks up I, there in Michigan? I lit off a couple. I, I tr- we. Uh, what do you have? Do you have anything good? We had M80s. We had um like more. You had M80s. With, to yeah, yeah. Have, we were in Michigan, so we could get. They, every, you we could can get, everything. get M80s in Michigan. You can get them in Indiana. Oh fuck! You can bring them to Michigan. So yeah, well, of course, Indiana you or know. Illinois. I don't know. Whatever, whatever way you're going, but you know, um in Indiana, yeah, ten year olds can buy a fucking machine gun. You know, so oh, is that right? That is true. But wait a second, I. Is, are these real M80s? Like when I was a kid in like the 70s, you know, people used to talk about <laughs> back M- in the 70s, in the, man. I mean, they blow people, up. People would talk about M80s being a quarter stick of dynamite. No, no, they're, no. They're, they're, we've they're been, we, I had those last year. We had a couple of those. We were blowing those off in Chicago at the park. We used to call those Dago bombs. <laughs> God. Yeah, those are those are crazy. Those could just yeah. legit what, kill someone. What, I used to my... make I used to make taco bombs when I lived in Ukrainian village before I had chooch, and I made a taco bomb. We dissected a whole bunch of firecrackers, a whole bunch of M80s, taped it all together into a little uh, length of aluminum pipe, capped uh-huh. both ends with paraffin, put it in the middle of a gigantic bag of Taco Bell. And I blew meat shards all over the fucking alley. And it was so bright and so loud. The street lights went off. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This went home. Car alarms go off. With the, There's been half sticks blown off here in Humboldt. So yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, last night there were some, man. I, I heard, there, the I cars, heard some serious ordinance. You last know when night. you hear a really loud bang and the car alarms are going off? That's yeah. what a half or a quarter stick of dynamite yeah. will do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Th- yeah, you know, we live in uh, East Humboldt Park now. Yeah, and before we lived you know, for a couple of years in the very staid um, West Loop, in a building inhabited by nothing but lawyers mm-hmm. and us. Yeah, and we also lived in uh, Lakeview as well. Yeah, and, and it was all just a little too civilized. Those neighborhoods, <laughs> yeah, don't really do the fireworks. Humboldt parties, right. man. Holy yeah. shit. So does, but so does the South Side. I think the West Side yeah, I in heard, general. Yeah, I heard Pilsen was great, too. You know, Jerry Boyle posted yeah. a bunch of pictures from Pilsen, and that looked like a hoedown, too, yeah. man. That looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Pilsen, it's, it's Bridgeport, those, totally lit up. Yeah. Absolutely insane. No, oh, I think dude, the South and West us. Sides and really North Side. Yeah. They they are down with the fireworks. I think it's those like commercially successful north side neighborhoods like Lincoln Park, Lakeview, and like and like maybe to a degree yeah. downtown like West Loop. Max, they might they be just a don't little, do fireworks. They might be a little too civilized. They my have friend. smoke bombs or something. <laughs> There's smoke bombs and snakes. Yeah, because the kids like the snakes. Yeah, I don't know. The firework highlight was. Our buddies, we set up some cans. We were shooting uh, a BB gun, and we were knocking down the cans, and then the BB gun broke and jammed, so we took Roman candles and tried to shoot the, the balls at the cans to see if they'd knock down. None yeah. of us none of us got in, but uh, it was you fun. You didn't do that. So I take it there was probably some alcohol involved? There was alcohol involved, of And course. some herbs? Oh, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you know. You dragged it through the garden, didn't you? We you were at the. We were at, a, we were at a beach house. We were at a beach house, so it was yeah. 
Oh, well, cool. Yeah. What, with just a bunch of guys, or who? You go there with? was like a few girls, but the, you know, it was just yeah, it was pretty much like a like just a dude thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're gonna blow stuff up, you might as well, you know. Yeah. We used to have uh, like we'd play war with Roman candles, like chase each other through fields. Yeah, yeah. Cemeteries. Yeah. Shooting each other with those things. By the way, Chris didn't come to my cookout, man. I didn't. Oh, was that not your banana bread? No. Wow, Chris, oh, there was a off, whole man. there was a whole thing of banana bread that you said you were going to make. In fact, Stephanie blew and us I thought off. it was I thought it was yours. Oh, Chris, did you offer Stephanie a better deal, better food? Well, I will say Stephanie was uh, her boyfriend's fiftieth birthday was the night before. So, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I think probably it, recovering. Yeah, yeah. And my I had a couple friends that were going to come over. Then they canceled. But then my cousin and her husband. Out well, shit! Why don't you come up. over to? Why don't you come over to our house? Dude, we could have used somebody who could actually cook. <laughs> was, I was making the burgers. Me oh and. My uh, God. Although you know what, Kevin Kenny's a really good cook. You know, I believe uh, it. we were making. I think Kevin uses too much charcoal in the grill, though. But <laughs> no, we you we know. need that soundboard. The shots fired. That was no. <laughs> no, you know what we did is I I built the uh, I got the coals going. Oh, nice. I achieved it. I actually did it. Congratulations. Nice. Yeah. Are you one of those guys who gets the coals going and then you're like, "Okay, let's put all the food on the on the thing now. It's going." Yeah. Or do you let That's it me. do you wait do you let it wait? Let the char- charcoals heat up. We we let it heat up. We let it heat up a good 30 minutes and then started okay, grilling good. stuff. Yeah. And we we ran out of food. I mean, that's how popular it was. We had a bunch of folks over. Oh, nice. Cool. We had a really good time. I mean, yeah. it was a really uh quite nice to have air conditioning that's for goddamn sure jesus (laughs) yeah it was hotter than a hooker's doorknob on nickel night wow seriously that hot huh yeah hotter (laughs) than a nun's ass on good friday i thought i thought that applies to cold yeah yeah that works kind of works both ways you know you're (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay all right i don't think the sisters are gonna all like right that. well well you know how many of, of them actually listen to us yeah well Did we get so, any burning questions this week uh well I'll, ch- I'll check i'll check for that um but you know it's always nice to have a little celebration and it, it, fourth of july is kind of an interpretive day of what you think the country means to you and maybe Maybe people are, are are listening to this and be like, "No, you're so off. It's about 1776. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Constitution." Yeah. Blow like, me. But I think, um, in general, uh, I, I I always love that scene in the Sandlot when they're going to play baseball at night and the fireworks are going off and the Ray Charles song is going off. America, oh, the yeah. beautiful. And uh, I think that truly kind of represents to me what Fourth of July is about. You know, it's just this great experience. With the people you love, and uh, it's about blowing stuff up as well. <laughs> I so I I yeah. kind of share that on my best moments, but uh, you know, due to the news in the last few weeks and the fact that we we're putting you know children in cages, I thought maybe I will fully celebrate the Fourth of July and actually put the flag out. Uh, maybe next year when we're hopefully not doing that. Um, when we're worthy of being celebrated. Uh, yeah. uh, an amazing thing happened. I don't know if you caught this on the news. A woman climbed on the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, I did see that. An and Im- I didn't an immigrant really... woman. Uh, can you, can, do you know 
a lot more details than me on this because I don't I don't know much about it. I know it. she's an immigrant uh, from Africa. Her name's Patricia, and she kind of became my hero yesterday. Yeah. Because, so she uh, climbed out. She got to the top and climbed out of somewhere. And, and were and, uh, no, she she climbed, climbed she from the bottom. Up. Yeah, she scaled the sand. She she she's a badass. She only man. got as high as the base. Like yeah, she, she only okay. got as high okay. as the base, but still, that's a good hundred feet up in the yeah, air. Yeah, that's fair. You know, that's fair. And uh, she not, was I'm wearing a T-shirt that said, "You know, resist." And and yeah, it was it was oddly, you know, uh, so apt for yeah. where we are in our country right now and and what that statue represents to people who come here from around the world, you know, seeking freedom, uh, fleeing persecution, uh, seeking a better life. Um, yeah, she kind of became my hero for a day yesterday. And so I was, this article uh, that Chris is pulling up, it says she's uh, in, in ICE's prison, uh, one of ICE camps, Trump's ICE camps. I don't, I don't, oh, I no, wait, not, what am I reading? Sorry, I read this wrong. Yeah, Jesus it, Christ. It, it was her, the I, protest, the reason she climbed the statue was She was protesting, protesting yeah. the kids and yeah. those... Uh, okay, okay, okay. By okay. The, what, so by when you were way. scrolling down, I, I, I like saw NYPD arrests, and then all I saw was ice camps in the end. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. By the okay. way, I mean, how creepy is ICE, is that organization? Well, the name alone is You know, is they're pretty, pulling people out of Chicago left creepy. and right for all this bullshit Rahm Emanuel sells. Yeah. Oh, we're a sanctuary city. Horseshit, man. We're a Trump-free zone. Yeah, no, no. ICE is pulling people out of the city yeah, and of Chicago be weary, every day. Be weary of, of these fake left assholes that are going, oh, yeah, I hate Trump. And it's like you're just boosting your left brand just to say that, and you're not helping anyone else, and you're just saying that to boost your own image. I don't, I don't care. Like, yeah, fuck Trump, man. Like, obviously, but like... Don't do this thing where you're going to, like, boost your campaign, boost your brand, or boost whatever you're going for by cursing someone's name. Well, no, don't, don't just talk. Yeah, is what exa- we're, well, sure, you know, yeah, that's, that's another thing. You know, I mean, one of the reasons I did the, the, the poster for the Women's Refugee Commission is it's not just talk. It's going to raise money. Um, you know, we do activism for from where we are. Yeah, I wasn't really. You know, by the I wasn't way, really Father, speaking on you. I was. I was oh no, on, no, but I, I, I was speaking on you know Rahm hey, Emanuel you know and a lot of and a lot of politicians exactly. that are pulling this shit. It's yeah. just so annoying. It's like, what else do you have to offer besides? It's I don't like Trump either. You know, it's it's red meat for the lefties. You know, and uh, um, I got to tell you something, Democratic or Republican, they're both bad. They're both the worst. Um, you know, Father sure. Flager, by the way, uh, Father Michael Flager from St. Sabina is going to shut down the Dan Ryan Expressway Saturday in a peaceful protest about the level of violence that goes day in, day out, and nothing's changing. So he is a devotee of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, and he believes in peaceful protest. And uh, I, you know, I wish him the best. And yeah, I, I don't. I do not blame him one bit. No, not at all. I mean, who would, who would, who would blame, who would blame that? Who, yeah, who would, who would be mad at? Well, they're trying to. They're they're trying to. The media the is violence. trying to, you know, um, frame out this portrait of him as nothing but a self-aggrandizing uh, 
media creature, and that's the absolute... You mean, you mean a white savior? Yeah, or something like right, that. The right, thing right. is, is Michael Flager's been down there for 40 years. He walks those streets every Friday night. He adopted three young men as sons and lost one to gunfire. Mm-hmm. So I will say, yeah, uh, right. Michael Flager's got some skin in the game. Yes. And... Uh, you know he's, you know he's only had one piece of gospel. He preaches love. He preaches uh, peace. Yeah, I think there are, um, I think there are people who try to take advantage of this, you know, white savior image. But I don't think he's Flager's not one, one of, one of them. I think yeah. he comes from a different place. I think he comes from this exactly. certain part of Christianity that values, like what you said, love. And, you and I are not uh, religious guys. I mean, I generosity mean, yeah. and, and giving. And uh, you, like you said today, you are your brother's keeper. Exactly. And, you know, um, right. I'm not a religious guy. I, Nor am I. I am at, you know, best an agnostic, you know, and I believe what Crazy Horse believed, the great mystery. I'm just not meant to understand it. And but I will say this, watching uh, Michael Flager over all these years, that guy is the closest thing to a living saint that yeah, I've ever yeah. seen. I, I, you know? I, I like him, man. And yeah, I've, I sure I've had, do, too. I've had close friends even accuse him of, of that stuff, and I get kind of I get Yeah, kinda, I get, I get kind of upset because you know? it's— you know, it's like what it, what is he supposed to do? I get aggravated when they when they criticize Jesse Jackson. You know, I mean, Jesse Jackson registered more people to vote when Harold Washington ran. Mm-hmm. He got people to participate in democracy, and that's what this, you know, freedom demands participation. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You know, I, I yeah, I I don't like. Uh, I think I think when the these thing people about, are villainized. I think the thing about Jesse Jackson with people. I don't think it's I don't think people are taken back by his his cause, but I think yeah, I think what you're saying it it, it kind of goes back it goes to back like a, a long long time to like man. a well, he goes back a while. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, which is why I respect him. He got to and Chicago I don't see in the him early as some 60s, fraud, you know. No, not but, at all. But some people do. And 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 I think that's the argument. I think people see him as a guy who wants TV time, and I'm not I'm not I'm just trying to say what I know why he does that. Think. I know why he does to that spread because the message TV exactly. is the biggest he, outlet. Exactly. Yeah, it's not it's and not every asshole not in the world science. watches TV. No, yeah. I think he can no, shine I, a light on what. Yeah. But respect for Jesse Jackson. You know when 100%. we were when we were doing the anti death penalty campaign, every time there was a really crucial moment, he showed up. Yeah, yeah, you that's know? that's amazing. That's and, amazing. Um, yeah, I I garnered a whole new respect for him. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, him Flager, you know, and these guys are both men of the cloth. You know, um, Jesse Jackson spoke at uh my friend's uh funeral, Quinn Kyle's, and he said he probably had said the most moving uh thing. He's he was 23 when he passed. He said he's died at the age of 23. He said some have lived more and experienced way less. And it was just it was one of those things that just put a wave through the whole room and uh I remember he it was done and he greeted every single buddy that was Yeah. Every 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 person that was in in that in that place, it was um. Every time was I've amazing. ever been around he was a, him, he was a great guy. Every time I've ever been around him, he's been unfailingly kind to everyone. Yeah, yeah. You know, 100%. even people even people who disagree with him, people who vilify him, um, he's always a gentleman. 
you know. He is. He is. And uh, we see him at East Pink every now and then. Yeah, too, we so. sure maybe, do. Maybe we have a bias of some sort, but uh, yeah. who knows? Who knows? But, um, you know, Michael Flager is... Uh, Father Flager is going to march on you know the what time? Expressway. Yeah. Nine o'clock, Saturday morning. <laughs> be funny if you're like, yeah, I do. You just didn't yeah. answer. Well, uh, <laughs> nice. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll do that. And um, yeah, uh, so I guess, I guess we could talk about the free agency a little bit. I, I've had requests I know about you've, that, uh, to talk about that. <laughs> Tom Clark... TC, uh, TC, my, uh, my top cat, great friend, uh, our great friend. We love to the talk guy. about some of this free agency stuff. And I said, Tom, dude, I was going to talk about this. Trust me. His code uh, name for us will be Top Cat. You know, he has a tattoo yeah. of Top Cat on yes, his arm. Yes, he does. It's a great. That's tattoo. when I began to love that dude. Yeah. So it was my favorite cartoon when I was a kid. <laughs> I, I've never seen it, but I, I'll I'll look into That's it. That's because this. it was off the air about thirty years before you were born. Right. Right. And Cartoon Network probably rarely replayed it if they did. Chris, have you ever seen it? Top Cat? Of course. Okay. Love Top Cat. I'm old enough to know Top Cat. Yeah. So uh, Top Cat wants to know about the big guy, uh, LeBron James, going to Los Angeles. This is a, it's a good move. You kind of called it. A little bit. I, I mean, I thought he might. I thought he might have gone to Houston. Well, I said, I said, I said that his best move is Houston, but Houston has to give so much. Just to get him, I think Houston. They'd have to trade away some of the guys who got him there last year. Yeah, I don't... yeah, and some of their guys are already bolting. Trevor Ariza, I think, went really? to either the Suns or the Warriors. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't gather where he actually went. Let me, let me type his name in real quick. But yeah, um, but I mean, LeBron going to uh, the Lakers, I think, is a smart move. I think Dan Gilbert and. Uh, LeBron do not get along, so I think that it's best that yeah Ariza signed to the Suns, so the Rockets lost a key piece and a key defender, so that's that's going to be bad. But I think LeBron again, I think LeBron going to LA was his best move. They can get a guy. How competitive will they be with the Warriors? I mean, is that going to be the whole NBA this season, season next year? No, next year. So this upcoming season or. Um, I don't think they're going to surpass the Warriors. I think it's all going to depend on if they can sign Kawhi Leonard next uh-huh. summer. And hopefully, uh, this is what Top Cat also wanted to know. He was talking about, do they trade Kawhi? Do, does L.A. go for Kawhi? I said, San Antonio better make a trade at the trade deadline. Because if they don't, Kawhi's leaving in the summer. You don't want your superstar to leave when you know you can get at least some sort of value for him. So you need to trade him and you need to get something back, whether it's to LA, whether it's just somewhere, you need to get something out of that. Well, who do you think LA would give him? uh... They're talking about giving Brandon Ingram a pick. uh, They they, they were willing to get rid of Lonzo Ball. Really? Lonzo Ball leaked that he has some sort of like injury and I think that's stalling any talks from him oh, getting man. traded because he wants to stay in LA. It's kind of a smart move on his part. <laughs> um so they're they're trying to trade some pieces. It just sucks for San Antonio because you know what? Kawhi Leonard's being a huge asshole. He's got one more year on his contract. You don't like guys He's... who go away from successful teams. No, 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 no. That's not team. true. 
That's not true. The, the Kevin Durant rule. I'm gonna. No, that's not true. Kawhi, what? Okay, how about this? What Kawhi Leonard's doing is far and away worse than what Kevin Durant did. How so? Kevin Durant had free agency. Yeah. He gets to go to his team. He had that right to go to Golden State. Okay. Whether I agree with it or not, he has that right. Okay. He didn't hold OKC hostage and not play and then sit on the bench and say, I want to get traded. And if you don't trade me, I'm just going to sit out. That's apparently what's going on. Really? And you know what? He hasn't said a word to the media. He's a, not explaining himself. That's kind of a snatch thing no, to do. No, that's a horrible thing to do. You know what Derrick Rose was doing? He was standing in the front lines when he was injury ex- of his injury explaining at least that he's injured. Yeah. You know, they make fun of this guy that he can't talk. Oh, he's too dumb. Oh, he's this. At least he explained himself, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. I get so infuriated. It's like all these entitled Bulls fans that hopped on the bandwagon in 2010, watched this guy for two years, and then it's like, oh, he's not playing anymore? No, he's injured. And I don't mind that Kawhi was injured. No, he was hurt. But Kawhi has been cleared. And not only that, it's one thing if you're cleared. Did he sit it out after he was cleared? But now he's had a whole offseason to heal. I think taking a year off is fine. I think that's fine. Explain yourself, though. And also... Like, don't, don't, don't betray the team that drafted you, man. That is, that is just ridiculous. Be true to your school, man. You, you know, it just really upsets me, man. What he's doing is like entitled and just, if he doesn't, if he's on the Spurs next season and he doesn't suit up and he's healthy, that's the most entitled bullshit. They can always fire him. Fire him? Yeah, fire him and just say, you know, we're not going to pay you. You mean, no, that's not how the NBA works, dude. You can't fire somebody. You got to wait. You can waive them, but you still have to give them a chunk of money and wave them off and buy out their contract. Well, if the the guy's going to be unhappy to be there, I mean, get rid of him. Okay, that's fine. Trade him. Get something out of him. That's what I'm saying. And I think. Trade him now. Trade him yesterday. LA should. They should wait longer because the longer they wait, the less they have to give up. If they give him Ingram, that's all they should give him personnel-wise and maybe give him two picks. I but think one, one for I think San Antonio is obviously going deeper than that. They want more. But I think as time goes on, I think they'd be willing to listen to that. Yeah. So In fact, I'm, I might not we'll even see. give him Ingram. What I might do is say, we'll give you two picks. No, dude. One next year and then one in two I, years. I think for the sake of... of Ingram's future, give him to the Spurs and then let LeBron and Kawhi play together. I mean, it doesn't hurt having Brandon Ingram and Kawhi and yeah. LeBron. So how does it look but for the Bulls? But maybe that might not work out. Oh, the Bulls, we're not signing anyone. We're not we're really high on our draft picks. We're going to we're going to give it one more year. We're probably going to lose. We might lose more games than we did this season. Oh shit. <laughs> no, it's okay. We'll get a good pick. Uh no, and you know what? Someone just uh, I, you know, I was talking about how happy I was with the core, and then someone was like, I don't know about the core. And then I started to think about the Bulls' core players, and I started to doubt it. But we'll see. Um, oh, man. We'll see. You, you, the whole thing is turning into a big bum out for you. Yeah, it's okay. Well, I wasn't as bummed out for the Bulls as I was when the, the Warriors signed DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. That was a bummer. That was, like, I'm more bummed about that the regular season. 
games are just going to be so meaningless. You know what I was going to It looks like it's going to be the Warriors and the Lakers. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to say, you know what I'm bummed about? What? <laughs> Tony on his cell phone. <laughs> no, man. I, 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 I just got a text for an envelope I've been waiting for all day. Okay. You know how much... As long as it's not like Tony loves you on the podcast. No, man, I'm not Twitter. Zero. He's <laughs> texting on your asses. <laughs> so, uh, the, the, the yeah. struggle is real. The, yeah, the DeMarcus Cousins thing. I thought it was smart on DeMarcus Cousins' part. He's gonna. He's coming off an Achilles injury. He's going to heal from that, and then he's going to probably get a ring. And then he's probably going to get bigger money on a different team. So he's, you know, he's going to get an easy ring, and then he's going to get big money after. It looks like the it. Warriors have kind of set themselves up to win it next year. Yeah, so. but you know what I hate about this? Now everyone's saying, you know what, the Warriors, they're, they're a different kind of team, man. They're, they're, playing, they're playing chess. Everyone's playing checkers. Shut up. It's like, dude, you know, you made some great choices, you know, and, and some luck fell your way. Just shut up, yeah, yeah, man. It's yeah. like it's like when it comes to the they, World like, Series. You can, like, who can control what people are going to sign for? Yeah. Like, who knew Demarcus Cousins was going to sign for seven million? And then the people were going, anyone could have signed Demarcus Cousins. Look what he signed for. Yeah, the the Kings for sure could have signed Demarcus Cousins. No, no, the Bulls. No, just stop. He signed to a winning team to come back from an injury gracefully. And then he's going to get big money next summer. That's what that move is okay, all Okay, Max. Now, where does this leave the Celtics? The Celtics I mean, just, you had all the Celtics were, were thinking Kyrie about and... Yeah, they were thinking about making big moves, but they're just going to keep the supporting cast unless they can get Kawhi for a, for a nice price. But um, I say they just... Someone was arguing with me. Reed Lubin was arguing with me. He said the Celtics can't beat the Warriors with their current cast, and I disagree. I think they just take everything they have now, win the East, go face the Warriors. LeBron's out of the East. Yeah. It's an open field. Yeah. That's not bad. Um, Hey, dude, I'm going to turn your phone on vibrate because those dings are fucking annoying. Yeah, I get it. Hang on. I'm just going to put it over here no 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 the dings will still go off in fact the the phone is even closer to the microphone now no, no shit. yeah yeah just flick that little thing oh this thing yeah oh fuck that's easy okay huh all right okay um so the bulls are in for another dismal fucking year yeah yeah they're in for another what year. about what about teams like Timberwolves, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, you just named like two polar opposite teams because they're just on two different successful you know, New or- planes. New Orleans is one I Brooklyn kind of is always... screwed for the next decade. Okay. The Timberwolves, um, it, they have Thibodeau. Yeah, See exactly. Ya. Um, and it's like, you know, yeah, what, what other what other like teams do you want to know besides about Golden State and the Celtics? Because those are, that's the finals. Yeah, New Orleans. That is the finals right now. New Orleans. New Orleans. They have Anthony Davis, but they just lost Cousins and they just lost Rondo to the Lakers. Fuck. So and Rondo's always a key piece. He was a key piece yeah. why they beat Portland that first round. He knows every coach's playbook. He's a he's a maniac. Well, having, you know, Timberwolves are the ones I feel really sorry for. Having Thibodeau for coaches, like having cancer of the dick. You know, they oh, are just God. not. No, that, you know, I got to, I got to, I got to, I got to fall back on my Thibodeau criticism. He's a fine coach. He's just, 
he has a shelf life. If you have a team that's ready to win now, go for it. Like, go hire Thibodeau. But if you have a team that's young and is on the come up, hesitate about that hire. Yeah, well, he grinds these guys into the goddamn dust, man. And and they get injured. You know, I mean, the the, the one the injury that made me the most angry was the one in 2010 to Derrick Rose. There's just no way he should have even been in the game at that point. Yeah, yeah, well, I love thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, uh, yeah, and baseball. Well, I mean, it's not just Rose, man. It's By the way. so many more. Me, the world's, like, least attentive soccer fan, I went and saw a World Cup game the other day. Yeah. I went with John Langford and uh, Rick Sherry and, and watched uh, Columbia and England. And God damn, it was a good game. And I got to tell you. Yeah, I'm the World Cup's to, cool, man. Yeah, I'm going to go Saturday I morning. I don't really watch it. I kind of just like being in the loop. I'm <laughs> going to go watch one Saturday morning. It's yeah. at 9 in the morning in Sweden. You would have you know? thought that you were watching all the games since you're a really big soccer fan. I've become a more and notice more of a soccer since fan. the second or third episode, you haven't said shit about soccer. No, <laughs> honest to God, I've, I'm, I've been watching some of the World Cup this year. That was so I that was for Kenny. That. that was for Kenny Brown. I know, I know. You just regale and kicking me in the nuts over soccer. Right. What, what, what father? The fact what that I'm a shitty fan. What kid doesn't like to kick his father? In the oh nuts, Christ! Right? You kidding? <laughs> it's, just, it's just a. It's just a. It's like kickball. It's like every chance you get. Exactly. Yeah. All right, all right. Produce the sack. I got to give you. Got to rattle your bones. <laughs> but um, I, I got to tell you, man, I enjoyed it. You know, and uh, and ran into a bunch of, you know, John Langford, a bunch mm, of guys yeah, from yeah, the yeah. Uh, the Wacos. How's John? Uh, Rick Sherry from Dublin and Woodpile. He's good. You he's should good. get him on the podcast. You know, he would make a fine guest on the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he'd. Yeah, sure let's get him it. in here. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell him Saturday. We'll get him in here. Yeah, well, well where did you, you know, guys just watch? In general, where did you watch it the at the Bucktown Pub? Oh, okay. I didn't go to the Globe, which is a, a very, very famous soccer bar in Chicago. That's so funny. You know what, man? Because John Langford said to me the Globe was full of four the years people. ago. Yeah, yeah. He said he was full of the English people. He escaped England to get away from. <laughs> yeah. So four <laughs> years ago, I went to I went to the Globe for 2014's World Cup, and I had no idea that my buddy was. I thought he he was like, "Hey, man, let's get a drink at the Globe." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." I thought it was just going to be us. I walk in, it's just packed. Yeah. Like ass to elbow, and oh I just, yeah, and They're I, serious I call him too, and I go, dude. I go, why'd you? Why'd you why'd you pick this spot? Yeah. Go, this place is pretty. He goes, Yeah, I know, man. The World Cup. I go, oh. No, the Bucktown pub is like civilized. No, yeah. The Globe, it's o- it's I, over the there Globe on... wasn't not civilized. Yeah. It was fine. It was a it was a great place, but was, I just did you know when you're not expecting a oh, shitload yeah. of people yeah. and you, you get the very opposite? It's just a lot. Yeah, this this place was really cool though. They gave free popcorn and you know, it was wonderful. I watched uh I watched the entire game, and I had to leave for the overtime because I just didn't have any more time, and I guess mm-hmm. England went in on a penalty kick. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, man, Colombia, I mean, those guys, they don't—they they were Is France playing? France is playing? France is still in it, man. Tony, real quick. Who are they playing? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, go ahead, Max. Go ahead. No, no, no I, I forget. I, France, I, was... I think they're playing Uruguay next. Uruguay, yeah, yeah. yeah that's who they're playing. I think I'm pulling for France. Tony, you're talking. You're talking about the Bucktown 
pub. Yeah. Did you ever go there when it was like a dirty biker bar? Oh, yeah. What are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Like that place, um, the guy that used to own Mother's bought that and his daughter ran it for years and they cleaned it up. My friend- I worked at Mother's when I was 21 years old. Oh, yeah. What's that guy's name? Kind of short guy. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, not Jimmy Rittenberg. No, he owned faces and dingbats. Yeah. And- but anyhow, I just I was I remembered I had gone wandered into that bar right after I moved to Chicago. Yeah, and was like, "Whoa, this is not a bar for me." Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right yeah. Out, yeah, and then they cleaned it up and it had like rock posters and oh yeah, yeah, no, and, and there's a really cool bartender there, a guy named uh, Johnny Stickfight, who has a band called Stickfight, mm. and uh, I've heard rockabilly of outfit. They're great, yeah. man. I saw him once with. Uh, they play with the uh, w- with the Wacos at somewhere, and they're wonderful. And the crowd there is really cool. You know, I mean, I really enjoyed watching uh, a whole soccer game. You know, I just kind of relaxed, had a big glass of ice water and some popcorn, and enjoyed myself. Nice, cool. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Of course, we're pulling for France, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um... Is there is there anyone like that we should pull for that we're not that we're not thinking of? Well, you know, uh, I like Brazil because Caetano, that's his team. Yeah, I like Brazil. Our buddy Caetano, you know. Um, uh, but you know, he also lives in Paris, so you know, he's so, got to have a little bit of love for Paris and uh, I'm sure, and France. I'm sure, he does French team, but. Uh, he told me, you know, oh, I hope you're pulling for Brazil. You know, I was initially really pulling for Mexico, and they got knocked out. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. And uh, Are you sure about that? Uh, yeah, Oh, because Brazil beat them, right? Yeah. 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 But um, I think who's still in it now is France, Sweden, Uruguay, and uh, I think there's two other teams. Brazil? Yeah, Brazil's in it. And is it Spain? No. It'd be one of the, or, Spain, Russia, Croatia, or Denmark. It could be Croatia, man. It could be Spain. I'm not sure. Could be because Denmark. I'm the world could shitty. Be could the be Uruguay. Wor- <laughs> I'm the world's <laughs> shittiest soccer fan. But yeah. I'm getting better about it. You know, I've actually gone and watched the soccer games. Yeah, so. I've actually watched the World Cup this time. Yeah, yeah well, eh, the World Cup was... Uh, it's something. It's something that I respect, but it's something I like. I'll never keep up with it. I don't think. I don't. I don't think I'll ever like have a year where I'll be prepared and ready to watch all the games. I think it's, it's easier when you're in Europe. Yeah, it's something. It's something that's fun to play. But man, I can't. I. I, I couldn't. I couldn't I play it you, when I was a kid. They're the best athletes in the world. They're the smartest no, athletes in the world. There are that's no better sure. athletes than soccer players, man. All those guys do is fucking run. I think I think they are the smartest. I think in order to play that sport, you have to be very intelligent. Yeah, and all the tactically smart. Now that I think about it, all the soccer players that were on the Whitney Young soccer team, that one city was full of a very very smart smart guys, like just very yeah. like it, I think. They probably had the highest GPA out of all the teams. If I had to take a, a swing at it, but then again, 
no pun intended. Well, maybe baseball had a good GPA. Those what, guys, those guys. What were was your GPA when you when you left high school? I was a really graduate? bad, mediocre student, man. I was. Oh, it you was in both. the. It was like two point something. I could have. I could have. One was one point six. I mean, I really. I was could've. hanging under the nutsack yeah, of but a D average. My freshman year was like I had like a three point something. And then my sophomore year, they call it the sophomore slump, and that's exactly what it was. It's just you fell into this thing where you're like, ugh. And then after that, I just truly never recovered. I think I think I like yeah. really like junior year. I obviously did better than my sophomore year. My senior year, I did I did okay. I just wanted to graduate, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There, like the, after that sophomore year, I really lost motivation. I felt like I. I remember feeling like the school was was against me at some time, and I feel like yeah. all kids get to that point where they feel like the school is against them or something. You know, so, you in know, first I felt grade, like not doing anything for them. In first grade, I began to realize the institution just didn't really have very much to offer me. Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. School's school's weird like that. It's it, it, you can take something so personal and. As much as I say I'm proud to be from Whitney Young, I could tell you I've I haven't stepped foot in that building since I graduated. Why would you? You're done. Well, that here's the thing, I came back multiple times to LaSalle Language Academy. Of course, to see man. What, you but, really. But that was such a time in my life where I was like, it, like you're a kid, man. Yeah. Like, like uh, you go through that school. Some of those teachers won't remember you because you were so young, and now you're old. Yeah. But I still go back there because I want those memories back. I want when I walk around Whitney Young or when I drive past it, I don't have any. I look. Yeah. I look kind of inside. I look at the classes where I used to be from the windows, and then I think, I don't miss it. It's so weird, though. It's so weird. And I, I had to go I'd, back to my high school when I got elected to their Hall of Fame. Was it weird walking my, through the school? Yeah, for a couple of reasons. My mother made me go, and yeah. and the the kind of like she made you go to school every day. Yeah, the letter time. showed up to her house. They have elected you to your Hall of Fame. You're going, goddamn. That's it. the only address you they know? had. Yeah. Oh Christ! You know, I I I tried my hardest to get out of it. I remember just, they gave you the award. It was like it had like shoes on it. Was that it? Was no, that, no, that was, was a, that a different, different award. Yeah, okay. it was a different award. All right. So um, so I you know I went. To bring my mom, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, I remember walking through the school and just thinking, boy, this place still sucks. <laughs> I still fucking hate this place. And, yeah. Uh, and then I had to like, you know, like get up and be nice about it, you know, and it's like uh, that, that, that kind of does not really come natural to me, you know. Um, right. So I just said, you know, I, I don't know what you have to do to get into the Hall of Fame here. I mean, you know, you can get expelled 11 times like I did, you know. And uh, my father kept talking into taking me back, you know. And uh, I just felt like the whole thing was like jive, you yeah. know. I wonder if there's a Whitney Young Hall of I Fame. gave my mother the, the fucking plaque thing they gave me, you know. Yeah. I gave her both of them. They, they gave me some other fucking thing, uh, you know. Four years later, it's like you know, we're, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, you know, I like don't know. All either. the alumni bullshit. No thanks. Yeah, I'm not going to my ten year reunion. I can say that much. For really, yeah, I mean, what, what, what's gonna happen? It's like, oh, I'm doing this. 
what are you doing? It's, uh, you know, it, I, I think it's, it's actually a real... kind of fascinating. First of all, you see who's still alive, you know, because <laughs> yeah. Darwin kicks in after high school and, you know, a few assholes die of stupidity. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, you know, uh, I, I remember by the time my 10 year rolled around, I was already on the radio. I, kind of become noticed. So you were psyched to go. <laughs> no, I'd become noticed as an artist and, you know, had something, I had, you know, I was a well-known artist, you know, so I didn't feel like I had to walk in there, you know, with my dick in the dirt, you know, I, I just, I also didn't really dress up. I wore jeans, Chuck Taylors, and a jacket. <coughs> and a lot of these guys were wearing like suits and, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. they're important. Exactly. I'm a I'm a I'm a junior associate for blah 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 blah. Yeah, I'm a purchasing agent. Jesus Christ, you know, Max. So. I I went to my ten year high school reunion. I missed my twenty and I, actually my thirty. I went to my twenty too. My thirty's coming up, but I went to my ten and I actually I had a good time. I mean, I did. I was I was you know friendly with everybody I went to high school with and. You know, after whatever well, silly. That's because alum- you're a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm it, not a but nice it's guy. but it's weird. I, I I was I was quite friendly with with a lot of people too. I I don't I don't even think I was unfriendly with any anyone there. I I I can't say that I have I had any enemies at, at Whitney Young. I really didn't. I think you would enjoy seeing people you haven't seen. In, there'll be a handful of people you haven't seen in ten years. Yeah, that's weird, man. Because I see I see a lot of um. I see a lot of those kids like that that I hung out with, like well, some it, of the girls this like, year and so, in the summer of, and all. Some that. of the girls are like ten years hotter. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, is that is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's always kind of a cool thing. Oh, okay. Well, let's get to the important stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, in that case, I'll I'm, go to my ten year yeah. reunion. Huh? I'm like, yeah. you know, catch up where with is your it old at? friends. Tony's like, mm, check out the hot babes. Where Where is it at? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It, it hasn't. I. You know what I heard? Hasn't Actually, yet, you know right? what I heard? I, I I told someone I go. Yeah, I'm not going to that ten year reunion or whatever. Someone goes, they don't even have those. I go, oh, I was gonna say, <laughs> and then I was disappointed because I was like, wait, I wanted the ten year reunion, so I would say I wouldn't go to the ten year uh, reunion. But aren't, you're 26, right? Yeah. So you got like two more years. Two more years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a little. 2020. No, you'll have a ten year reunion. Every school well, has one. Well, yeah, I I thought so. It's how, a how, fundraising thing for the exactly. school. Believe me. They're gonna try to dive deep into your fucking pocket. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what? Um, and, I, I'm sure even if there isn't an organized uh, Whitney Young 10 year anniversary, I'm sure someone is going to try and put together one on their own independent way. Yeah, there's always some rah rah who wants to. Yeah. you know. No, yeah, there will be, and there was a lot of rah rahs at uh, Whitney yeah. Young. So I that pro- makes sense. I promise you, it was somebody on the yearbook committee. Yeah, or the I could see, uh, yeah, yearbook committee, like oh, class president type uh, of thing. Yeah, the newspaper. The or, I don't newspaper. even remember who my class president was. Whatever. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, my it, my school alumni is always trying to you know, like hit me up for money. I don't give a fucking nickel. You know, I mean, I give money to the ACLU, Planned Parenthood. You know, mm-hmm. all the distinctly not Catholic charities. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And. Um, you know, they send me all this fundraising shit, and it's like, yeah, blow me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, this school was was largely populated by really rich kids, you know? And um, they're always, like, you know, with with their tin cup, and, <laughs> you know, it's like, 
while we're fundraising, help us reach our goals. Like, uh, don't give a fuck about your goal. The, you I, w- I went to a Jesuit school, like a Jesuit prep school. Yeah. So I'm constantly getting those emails. You got to tell the nuns, sister, <clears throat> may all your sons be Jesuits. Mr. and Mrs. Bat. Well, right off the bat, I, there hasn't been a Mrs. Yeah. Bat for yeah. 13 years. So. <laughs> and I'm all the better for it. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bummer high school memories. That's a uh, that's a topic for another podcast. Maybe I don't even know if I want to talk about bummer yeah, high school no memories. <laughs> anyway, happy fifth of July, and uh, we will see you next week. Kid, take us out. All right, thank you. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick of the Max and Tony Show. Yes, it is. We just want to thank you guys for tuning into our 41st episode, sponsored by Forbidden Root Beer. Next time you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1746 West Chicago Avenue. Big shout out to Parkwalk Productions, home of the Max and Tony Show. Chris Bat. Don't forget to check out Adventureland Gallery and the Dime Showroom at 1513 Northwestern. In fact, tonight we have an opening from 7 to 10. Free, cold, beer, pictures, lots of parking, pet friendly. Pictures from the Long Haul by Mike James. Want to catch up on old episodes? Have any burning questions to ask Max or Tony? Burning questions. Then go to the MaxandTonyShow.com. And tune in next time for our 42nd episode.